Welcome to Idea Jam. I'm Jeff. I'm Sheldon. And it is exciting to have you guys with us today. We have a cool topic. It really was inspired by Donald Miller from the story brand Business Made Simple company. And he's written a bunch of books. But it's all about heroes and villains. Specifically, what role are we playing? Are we playing the hero role, hero role or the villain role? No, we'll, we'll dive into it a little more because we play multiple roles every day. Well, as you know, on this show, we always try to t- take ideas and help you put them into action in your busy life because we know we all want to start going somewhere, right? And figuring out how to play the hero role in your life is going to be huge in helping you do this because heroes take action. Heroes are, prog- are, are moving forward. They're transforming into something better. They're becoming the better version of themselves. Yeah. Take Luke, take Aladdin, take any of the heroes from the movies that you've seen over the years. That's right. They all start with a lot of fear and then they transition into someone who's taking action and seeing big results in their life. Yeah. Let's define maybe what those, those roles are, right? What, what a villain role is. A villain. Well, oh, go ahead. Yeah, I say a villain role. I mean, take Thanos, right? There's, there's a couple different ways to describe it. One is just this a villain role is someone who, who perhaps maybe is misguided and thinks that they're doing a good, but really is doing, you know, a wrong, an evil, taking away other people's agency and, and abilities, and and like they think they're in the right, but they're really not, and it's painfully obvious from the outside, right? Yes, I and, think another. Go ahead. Oh, and they're always working from a very finite mindset, yes. where it's like I have to, you have to lose for me to win. Right. Uh, and a lot of it is revenge focused. Yeah. There's only so much of the pie I have to get mine. Yes. Before you can't get yours. Yeah. Well, a more common, I think, way of playing the villain is anytime we're acting out of anger or frustration, you know, we're trying to, we've been hurt and they're going to get theirs. <laughs> right. That's a, I don't want to call it a soft villain. <laughs> Even when it's justified, though. Yeah. Like, we used to feel like, yeah. Everybody's felt vengeful at times in their life or felt like oh justified in being angry at someone or in hating someone or yeah resenting someone and feeling a need to get back at them like oh they deserve to you know be in jail or whatever the however depending on the grade of (laughs) gravity of the sin (laughs) the sin yeah the the gravity of the injustice you know we all kind of have that sentiment like yeah i mean that's why we vote against the villain in movies because we feel like yeah of course this guy deserves to be blown up or (laughs) tossed in outer space or or left in prison for the rest of his existence or he or she most of the time it's a guy right (laughs) (laughs) Um, there's a story though. You've got kids, Sheldon, mm-hmm. lots of them. So <laughs> tell us, tell us what happens. You got your son and your daughter. Right. I mean, they most of the time probably get along swimming. Get along great, but let's be honest. They're pretty close in age and like to push each other buttons. And, you know, my daughter will, in particular, my, my oldest sometimes will push buttons. <laughs> and, uh, my, my daughter will just get angry and frustrated and, and, and just, Ah, he's making me angry, right? And there's a part of me that wants to get after, you know, I, and I do, you know, quit, quit. I, I know you're bothered, son. Don't purposely try and take that out on your sister, <laughs> right? Right. Uh, but there's another part of the, me that's like, okay, take this step back a little bit. We've been talking about heroes and villains. Mm-hmm. In this moment, right, you're talking, <laughs> your son is pushing your daughter's buttons. Yes. 
pushing him to the point. Maybe she says, oh, stop, please, the first time, right? Yeah. And then he keeps pushing the buttons because, like, oh, I'm getting her, right? She's responding. <laughs> and so she keeps responding, responding until she gets really upset. Maybe yells at him or hits him or I don't know if they hit, but, you know. <laughs> she lashes out. And, and so that's what, when I get involved. Yeah, and that's and when the parents have to like, get involved. You know, injustice because dad only gets mad at me. Dad's getting mad at me when he was the one pushing my buttons, yeah. right? Um, so what role are these two playing? Now that we've seen this scenario play out, you got the son who's pushing buttons, you got the daughter who's upset because her buttons are being pushed. What role do we see happening here? We would say that, of course, the son, we'd probably pit him as the villain in this case, right? All of us have played the villain, so we're not saying he's a villain all the time. But And then the daughter, what role is she playing, Sheldon? Not the hero. Not the hero. And that is... is Partly, that is really what we want to get at here, is that we think we're playing either the hero or the victim, but oh no. <laughs> That's what we want to get at here. Most of the time, we, we feel we're playing the villain or the hero, but in reality, in much of life, most of the time, we're actually playing the role of the victim. Exactly. The, in, in any movie that you watch, you know who the hero is, you know who the villain is, and there's someone that they're saving or they're capturing, but that someone never really changes in the movie. Usually the hero or the victim is, is literally the bystander. Yes. You know, the story is not about them yeah. because there's no change. Yeah. They're like a prop. <laughs> <laughs> it's a supporting role in the movie. They're a prop. Uh, the story's not about them. And how often are we playing the victim role in our own lives? Yeah. And that's the sad part here is we oftentimes we think we're the hero or maybe we feel like, oh, we've been the villain and we feel bad about it. But... More often than not, we're playing the victim and we don't even realize it. We've given over control to someone else for what happens in our life. Yeah. And then we complain about it when we feel like there's injustices happening, right? Like, so in this case, Sheldon's daughter, we, we've positioned her as the victim. <laughs> and, and that she feels like she has no control over the situation. So really what we want to do is help you recognize when you're playing the victim and then understand how to transition to the hero in your life and recognize those moments so that you can make that transition quickly and not get caught in this victim mentality and see no progress and no results in your life. Cause that's what it's all about is taking you from this idea that, Oh, I, I have no control over what happens to me to no, I can handle this and creating good results in your life through positive action. Yeah. We were, Arguing that the only difference between the victim is the hero is the hero then takes responsibility, ownership, and even when it's not their fault, because mm-hmm. terrible things happen to us all the time. Not our fault, right? It's life. It's economy. It's it's. <laughs> you might be the literal victim. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you stay in that that mental mode, there'll be no growth. Mm-hmm. There'll be no growth, and and you'll only be able to get what's given to you. This transition really happens when you take responsibility for everything that happens to you, regardless of whether it's your fault. We know not everything's your fault. Maybe the guy hit you in the intersection in a crash. Maybe you got sick and you had to go to the doctor and it spent, it used all your money and you went broke. Like there's all kinds of things that happen to us that we have no control over, but we can choose how we react and what our response will be. Like even in the case of, of our little fake scenario here with Sheldon's kids, like if the daughter had responded differently. Well, part of me wanted to be, okay, wait, what's happening here is you're in, in essence saying to your brother, here, dear brother, 
have control of all my feelings, how I'm going to feel today. Yeah. <laughs> I bequeath them to you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> here, are, here they are on this platter. Do with them as you will. Right? Yeah. But how often do we do that? I think we do that more often than we think with that tip with our our spouse. That one thing that we seem to always yeah. <laughs> get in that argument about or just as like, you know what I mean? We never quite resolve and we feel so justified. Yeah. Well, I have an example. I have a, a, a teenage nephew who... He was in a class and at the end of the semester, he hadn't turned in some assignments. So he went to the teacher and he's like, hey, can I turn these assignments in now? Like I've got them all done. I'm sorry I didn't turn them in sooner. And she basically told him no. And so his response was to hate the teacher and feel like she wasn't giving him a chance. And so when he told me the story, I said, when should you have turned in the assignments, <laughs> right? I was like, couldn't you have turned them in on time and wouldn't that have gotten you a better grade, right? But... In that moment, he'd taken the victim role of, well, this, my teacher's just a big bad guy. She's the villain in this case, right? And so we can allow other people to be the hero or the villain in our lives a lot. And that's like what Sheldon's saying. We're giving them emotional control of our lives, saying, you made me feel this way, right? Or whenever we say that, oh, you're making me feel angry. You're making me upset. You're making me, like, no one can make you anything. It's about you choosing how to react and we all do it i'm not saying i'm perfect at this right i definitely play the victim still in my life but it's about recognizing those moments recognizing when we're playing the victim and saying okay how can i play the hero instead so this if i was listening to this jeff i would say all right i'm convinced you know we play these different roles yes so and taking the ownership responsibility is the way to go from victim to hero yes but that's easier said than done i feel definitely like. easier said than done. <laughs> so how <laughs> How do we do that? That's a great question, Sheldon. And I think the first answer is that you have to take the power back, right? You've got take the to power take, back. You know, take the power back because what a victim has done is given the power to somebody else yeah. to make decisions for them and control their situation. So it's, I think it really comes down to that. It's the action is learning how and practicing making decisions regardless of how small they are, right? Even if that decision is to let someone else make the decision. But being okay with that fact. I like it. We were, we were talking, Jeff and I, about how, you know, the first step is to recognize. <laughs> we're trying to figure out how to recognize when you feel like this. So it's like anytime you feel like you're a victim, you're playing the role of the victim. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's, it's kind of self explanatory, but it's like when. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> It's like if whether it's a certain aspect of a relationship or at work or your your health, anytime you feel like you're not in control, then you're not the hero or the villain. You you are the bystander. No, I think that's exactly right. So to give you guys an a, like one action that'll help you, um, I use this as my example, but you can do it with almost anything. Right? Like I don't always choose my own lunch. On a regular basis, uh, other people will come and be like, hey, we're getting this for lunch. Do you want something? And I'll think in my head, my first thought is, oh, I really don't want something from that place, right? Like a restaurant, if I'm at work and they're all getting lunch, I'll say, I don't really want something from that place. But because I haven't made the decision already and committed myself to doing something else, I'll say yes. And just, and I'll feel like, oh, I should have just done something else. And I'm playing the victim because I'm, I'm giving the power of that decision to someone else. <laughs> Not intentionally, but unintentionally, right? Like saying like, oh, I don't, I don't want to make this decision right now because I haven't made it already. And so 
my goal for the next week and onward is to practice making this decision. I will decide what I want to eat for lunch and why I want to eat that thing. Having a destination in mind is a big part of being a hero is understanding like, where am I going? Uh, even though the decision seems small in the moment. Let's give him one more example, Sheldon. What's an area in your life that's like, you normally don't make that decision, but you should probably. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to think about that because <laughs> Jeff and I were saying, uh, I just I work from home almost every day. So I just walk up to the fridge and make myself a sandwich or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it is my choice. So I, honestly, I think what I want to do is a little bit different. I feel for myself, I need to better identify, consciously identify where I feel I'm the victim. Does that make sense? And I'm going to, so for the next week, I'm going to write down in my journal when those feelings arise of where I feel like I'm not in control. I'm not the hero or the villain. I'm just a bystander to like what's going on in my life. And I think that happens in work or relationships and, and just any facet, our help, just all sorts of stuff. I think I need to, at least for myself, better identify every time something arises that makes me feel like I'm not in control. That's, That's what I'm going to look at it. Yeah. And the reason why we bring up these small things that seem kind of inconsequential, like choosing lunch, right? That's you think, why does that decision matter? The reason I like that is because it is a shortcut to help you practice making decisions or in Sheldon's case, looking at any time you feel like not in control. Yeah, like, like you're not in control. It's, like it's, like my destiny is not in my hands. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bystander. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Anytime you feel like a bystander and like someone is taking you somewhere you don't necessarily want to go, then you got to examine that moment and say, where could I make a decision and be more empowered? It's about empowering yourself by making decisions. And it takes practice. It's not something we are uh, trained to do. All of our school, everything we learn growing up is someone else giving us something. Thank you so much for listening. With that, we have one favor to ask you. Actually, before I ask for the favor, we have something to give you. So mm. we have a freebie on our website right now just for being a listener as a thank you. Go to our website and right on our main page or any of the posts, you're going to find Who Not How, which is a best-selling book by Dan Sullivan and Ben Hardy, who's been on our show twice now. Uh, ben Hardy, that is. <laughs> Tansel, that would be a big one too. Let's try and get him. Subscribe to the email list and we'll send you one within 48 hours for free. It's $12 bucks. So, and it's got some fantastic ideas in it. With that though, we do ask one favor that you subscribe on whatever podcast platform you like to use, subscribe to our show and share it with at least one friend. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day. Thank you. Go put an idea to work.